Welcome to MVP. We are Sports Illustrated, Charlotte Wilder and Jessica Smetana. And this is the Most Valuable Podcast. Brought to you by the Most Valuable Podcasters. Hey Jess. Hey Char. This is a new one for us because right now we are sitting on the floor of my hotel room in Atlanta <laughs> and you have headphones on yes. and I don't. And this is about as DIY as we've gotten so far. It's a pretty informal setting for a podcast. I feel pretty good about yeah, it. Yeah, it's very chill. I feel like we're just hanging. A couple yeah, of pals. A couple of pals with hanging a out. With a recorder and some headphones. By the airport at, in, in Atlanta. At Atlanta. In um, Atlanta. At Atlanta. The Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that last week we forgot to record a message from the grave in case we died on our way to oh, Atlanta. Oh, yeah. We normally so, do that when we go on a trip. Exactly. We record something that's like, hey sorry we died but we want to tell you that we've loved you this yes. whole time but we didn't do that so i'm actually like thrilled that we made it yeah here. me too because there would have been nothing for them to play if, if we did this is, i know this is off to a very dark start well did you expect anything no else? i didn't we, we've been having a pretty good time in atlanta so far yeah i love atlanta i mean i've never been here and we've sort of explored a little bit we went to the media center today picked up our credentials mm-hmm. Um, which no one of you will be surprised that I somehow managed to mess up my credentials process. Yeah. So we get we get to the front of the line and Jess it like there the, there are not a lot of rules to no. <laughs> to media credentials. Uh, one of the rules is that you have to send like a nice picture of your head, like a good headshot. A and nice the, picture. A of nice your picture head. of your head. <laughs> Otherwise known also as, known as a as headshot. A headshot. Um, and so Charlotte sent one that did not fit their guidelines. They, yeah, well, they so very it, clearly tell you what you're not allowed to send. And obviously, you, I didn't read the fine print. Yeah. But we get up to the line, and the woman's like, okay. And she takes her IDs, and she looks at Jess, and she's like, okay, you're all set. And she looks at me, and she's like, ooh, you're going to have to go talk <laughs> to this line. And, like, my entire life, anytime anyone in a position of authority asks me or tells me or comes up to me or tells me something, I'm like, I am in trouble. Yeah, well, this happened to us on our flight. So <laughs> we booked our flight through, like, our corporate whatever, whatever, whoever. Travel, like, travel company. company. Whatever, yeah. And someone, the flight attendant came up to me. I was a couple rows in front of you, and he was like, Miss Matana, thank you for booking your flight on your corporate uh, account. Like, is there anything I can get for you? And I was like, oh, no, like, thank you. I felt very fancy. That's never happened to me before. Right. Especially sitting in economy class. And then he comes <laughs> back to me, and he's like, Ms. Wilder. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, well, uh, yeah, yes. What, uh, <laughs> Charlotte thought she was in trouble. <laughs> and he was like, oh, no, just thank you for flying with us. And I was like, you are so welcome. Yeah, Charlotte and I are very bad at doing this whole uh, on the road thing on sometimes. The road, but yeah, we do it a lot. And yet every once in a while, I'm like, oh, my God, how are we still standing? Uh, one thing that's nice about this Super Bowl compared uh-huh. to last year, we don't Literally have to everything. live inside Mall of America. <laughs> And oh it's God. also, right now I think it's like 55 degrees outside. Yeah, we so walked around. It's about 55 degrees warmer than the Minnesota Super Bowl. And if you factor in the real feel, it's probably actually like 60 degrees warmer. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, we, we walked around and um, it's so funny just seeing a city prepare for a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's really cool. All the buildings are lit up. They have like Bud Light superimposed and the like that what yes. did you call he's the oh, night yeah. the dilly dilly I said, guy I said I said is that the fucking dilly dilly loser night dude and and I was like we're gonna have to, we're yeah, working on eloquence I know. I'm trying to work on my uh my profanity so, here no we were doing I great. did go on a live radio spot this morning out of nowhere and I did not swear the entire time can I tell everyone how that happened yes that, go ahead. this was one of the funniest things so we have a spot on I was radio accosted row. 
Yes, we have a spot in Radio Row, and Jess and I will be there throughout the week doing a bunch of really cool interviews, which will be for next week's show. So you yes. guys Stay should get very excited that. about that. We have some players. We have some fun media people. Um, but so we were trying to figure out where we're going to set up, and we walk over to our table, and um, this guy, out of nowhere, with headphones and a microphone, just comes up to Jess and goes, do you like Rudy? And I was like... <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. It's like, you know how people, like, it was like he had a Notre, Notre Dame radar. Yeah. And you were like, yes, I went to Notre Dame. And then. He was like, what? And then she went on. And yeah. got, like, within five minutes of being on Radio Road, Jess got into a fight with someone on air accidentally about Rudy. Yeah. I think it was for some Dallas. The ticket? The ticket on, in Dallas radio. Which I, apparently is a big deal. Apparently. This guy had a shit ton of followers. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I just went on a rant, a Notre rant about Rudy five I was, seconds into my uh, Super Bowl week. So. I was sitting there. Dying. If there's one thing I'm ready to debate at yeah. any point of my entire life, it's yeah. the film Rudy. Yeah. And he found the one he thing that the, you were always prepared. If he had asked you, you would have been like, I don't have an opinion on that. Well, I would have said, it. I haven't seen it. Which and you would have rolled your eyes God. again. Yeah. Exactly. But I've seen well, it. Well, we don't movie shame on this podcast. You're right. We don't movie shame. You're right. That's, you can, you're absolutely I feel, right. Okay. Here's, how's this? We can each have one movie shame. Okay. Like, ongoing. You, well, I don't, I'm not shaming you. Like, I get why you haven't seen Rudy. You're Jewish. <laughs> So I'm not going to shame you. Yeah. Um, I understand. Okay, thanks. I understand. This, we're a kind podcast. But because of your friendship with me, I find that is where the shame. Well, that's the thing. You, like, need to, you need to watch it out of sympathy or empathy. I don't know. I mean, I did make you watch our SI documentary 14 back about the Red Sox and the Yankees. So that feels... And it was great. That's But true. that feels like totally um, yeah, fair. Similar. Yeah. Rudy's shorter than that film, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not too difficult to be. Um, we, yeah, man, it's really fun. Just like, yeah, it's great. We're sitting here in a, a hotel room. <laughs> so this episode, this is a very long extended intro. This episode yeah. is going to be pretty much like our other ones. We're going to have news. We're going to have segments. Um, we're also just going to include some stuff that we're going to record at opening night on Monday night that you're, you will hear tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Um, so stay tuned for all of that. Yeah, and so what we're going to do is we're going to do the news rundown, and then at the end we'll have live from media night, which should be very fun and normal. I am definitely <laughs> going to try to ask Tom Brady why he closed the TV time. So stay tuned to later in this episode. We yes. We'll find out if that happens, if that happens. or not. Uh, we're not going to have a call, Deb, unfortunately, because we don't know how to make we a don't, phone call. We don't. If, and if this if this podcast actually like gets uploaded and works, <laughs> like it will be a miracle because we are not... We we have never done this before in this way. Yeah, I know. My mom, she was like, so are you going to call tomorrow? I have some Super Bowl stuff. And I was like, mom, I'm so mom. sorry. I, we don't, I don't know how to yes. connect you onto <laughs> our recorder. So Deb will be back. Call Deb will be back next week. Um, but Aunt Char's around today. So that should be fun for everybody, mostly Jess. And um, sorry, hold is on. our recorder working? I think it's working. Those are the two channels, right? Oh, yeah. What is the bottom thing? I mean? hope so. The bottom thing? What bottom thing? Oh, it's recording all four channels right now, but we only have two. Uh, I think that's fine. If you guys can hear this, blink. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jess, should we get to the news? Let's get to the news. Uh, Start spreading <laughs> the news. We're in Atlanta. You know what they say about Atlanta? We're in it. The home of Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Okay, speaking of Frank Sinatra, let's talk about the Patriots. Uh, so this has been the scandal of the week. The Pat Patriot Jamal Adams tackle. Tell the people what tackle happened. Tackle heard around the world. So Jamal Adams was at the Pro Bowl, naturally. Who's Jamal Adams? He is the safety for the Jets. 
who uh, naturally was at the Pro Bowl and not the Super Bowl because he is the safety for the, the Jets. Jets. Uh, so Jamal Adams saw Pat Patriot out of the corner of his eye during one of the skills challenges mm-hmm. at the uh, Pro Bowl. Yeah. And turn and Pat Patriot had his back to Jamal Adams. We should probably clarify now that Pat Patriot is the he. Pat Patriot is a mascot, so he is a Patriots mascot. He is the Patriots mascot. He is a man, which we've decided is the creepiest kind of mascot with a huge. Because <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's a man, and he has this huge felt Does head. Does he have a bayonet? He has a butt chin. Yeah, well... And a bayonet, probably. Better than Sir Saint and his other... Oh, yeah, Sir Saint's chin looks like male body parts, but Pat Patriot just has, like, a a chunky chin. Does he have a weapon? uh, Does he have a weapon? I don't know. I don't know either. I would would assume he has a rifle or some type of mm -mm. antique gun. You would think, but he doesn't... Or maybe a lantern? Maybe a lantern, like Paul Revere. (sighs) That would be good, Jess. We should. Maybe tell he him. doesn't have a weapon because that would not be safe. I'm sorry, but that's just the creepiest. He's super guy. weird and creepy. Anyway, so Jamal Adams was like, "I'm gonna go tackle Pat Patriot." Also, the name Pat Patriot. It's like if your name was Char Charlotte. <laughs> that's a stupid name. It's, it's like, like if my name was Jess Jessica. It's just like try a little bit harder. Jeff Jeffers. That's. I a, think you're on to so he, His name. name should have been Paul Revere the Patriot. Like they should, or you yeah, could, Paul Revere's estate probably wouldn't be very happy with that. No, that's true. Because he's so creepy. But you could go like many different ways with this that they just didn't do yeah uh so anyways jamal adams tackled pat patriot from behind um and a late, dirty hit dirty very dirty <laughs> probably gonna get fined fifteen thousand dollars oh no he it. got fined more than that <laughs> no i'm serious Wait, did he actually get fined? yeah jamal no, he didn't he did jamal adams no he pat didn't patriot jamal adams did not get fined for tackling pat patriot could jet safety be sued Oh. I read that. That's on SI. Oh, is that it's Michael It's just McCann? about, like, yeah, it's just He's about, great. like, the risk of, like, being a mascot at a thing if you can, like, actually sue if you get hurt. So, oh. anyways, uh, there was not a fine. I was kidding. It was not Sorry. during a, a game. Fake news. Uh, it was <laughs> Charlotte read a tweet by... <laughs> I literally read a... I um, read, like, a right-wing tweet saying that Jamal Adams so, was fine. Uh, the, the pathification of America. Uh, so Jamal Adams tackled Pat Patriot. So Jamal Adams tackles Pat Patriot, and this has turned into the saga. So he was hospitalized. He was allegedly hospitalized. Allegedly. So a bunch of reporters tweeted that he was hospitalized, and then later we found out he was not hospitalized. He just might have some soreness relating to being tackled by a full-grown safety in the NFL. Yeah. When you weren't prepared to be tackled and also like Jamal Adams kind of like getting hit by a car right Jamal Adams is he's first round draft pick it's sort of like Pat Patriot was jaywalking with his back to traffic (laughs) and Jamal Adams just except Pat Patriot wasn't even jaywalking he was just existing yeah and also uh Jamal Adams was like a Hummer H3 (laughs) yeah so yeah and he just like really (laughs) took him out from behind with like one of those grills that you have on your the front of your car oh like on Jeff Fisher Jeff Fisher's truck that had the (laughs) yes we all know what Jeff Fisher's truck looks like like the deer, the but deer, yes. it has the deer grate. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Jeff Fisher's truck. Oh, man. Uh, so anyways, this has been a whole scandal. So my question to you, Charlotte. Yes. If you're a mascot who gets uh-huh. injured, do you have to go to a mascot hospital? And do you have to get treated by a mascot doctor? Oh, my God. That's actually Are there mascot such... specialists? Well, you know what this makes me think of? Did you ever have American Girl dolls growing up? Of course. Okay, so you know how if, like, 
you cut her hair or you like messed up one of the arms fell off or so you could send them to the doll hospital no oh yeah no i did not mutilate my american girl doll i didn't either but i had friends who were idiots and they would get the doll back and she would be dressed in a hospital gown with like a bracelet shut up no i'm serious shut up it was very dark what? It was very dark. That is the weirdest thing I've I'll ever I'll send heard. you, I'll show you some pictures after this. What? Oh, yeah. So, so my I do thought not. is do the mascots then come back with like, does Pat Patriot come back wearing in a, a hospital, hospital gown? gown? Oh my God. I mean, if we're being realistic, there's a man inside of that. So like. No, there's not. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. Sorry. Pat That's Patriot That's like saying has... there's a man inside of Gritty's costume. And oh, well, no, there's not. it's not actually a monster named Gritty so who do was you... born because Big Red and Sweetums had coitus. Oh, which is just how it happened. Uh, do you man. think, so when I think about Pat Patriot's internal organs. <laughs> <laughs> when do you think of them? As if you think of them often. Yes, whenever the thought crosses my mind, I imagine like a felt red heart or like, uh, you know, a little pink blob that's his tummy. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I think tummy. he. I think he does go to a special mascot hospital. Maybe he does. Um, I guess my question also is, yeah. if say Pat Patriot had life threatening injuries, mm-hmm. would the Providence Friar come and give him last rites? Oh my God! Yeah, he would. I think that the Providence Friar offers free exorcisms in general. Like we've talked about this before. The last rites are more of like a. Holding your hand as you oh that's right as Sorry. you climb the stairway to heaven. I, when copyright Led Zeppelin. Copyright the people Led Zeppelin stole stairway to heaven from. <laughs> I forgot that I'm Jewish and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know that stuff. Uh, yeah, I think that the Providence Fire does come read last rites, and I feel like Grave Digger the monster truck comes and mm. digs the grave, and then they put the mascot to rest. But I don't know that a mascot has ever died on the job. Well. There have been mascots that have, like, gone in and out of service. Yeah, they've been retired. So there's got to be a mascot graveyard somewhere. He should find it. Well, so do you think he's going to be okay? Like, do you think he's going to be at the Super Bowl? <sighs> Apparently, the last I heard, he is, but he's dealing with some soreness and, okay. um, you know, jaw and back pain. That's wild. Well, our friend Nora Princiati, who writes for the Boston Globe, was telling us, this is sort of blasphemy, and I feel I feel weird, weird repeating yeah, this. Yeah, me too. Because Pat Patriot is his own real full self, who and he, there's not a person inside him. He's just right. a sentient being. He's a, Nora he, says there are six Pat Patriots. I don't want to. I don't want to believe that. I she she told us that last night, and I deliberately blocked it out of my okay. memory. Okay. Well, you know what? When she comes on, I think we're gonna have her on for a segment next week. We're gonna just ask her to rescind that. I we're I gonna need her to take that back. I can't even. Okay. Okay. Well, now we should talk about the other news of the week, which is that Bon Jovi went to Lin-Manuel's Hamilton concert in Puerto Rico. Oh my god. So relevant to our interests. Yeah, if you guys haven't been listening for a while, Bon Jovi, well, Bob Jovi. Bob Jovi is a friend of mine, (laughs) and Lin-Manuel Miranda is Deb's, like, dream celebrity meat person. And then we come across... (laughs) Meat person. (laughs) A person made of meat. (laughs) That she would like to meet. She would like to meet. E-T. But then we came across this tweet today. There was a picture... Of, of them together. Bon Jovi yeah. with Lynn manuel in Puerto Rico. And we were like, this is very relevant to it everything was. we care about. Yeah. So both of you, Lynn. Lynn and Bob. We know you're Bob, listening. <laughs> if you guys want to come on our podcast. Yep. Open invite. Yep. We know you don't get much press. So <laughs> we just want to help you reach your fans. Uh, okay. Other other things that oh, happened yeah. this week. So this week, there's some actual football stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, this one was crazy. So Seth Wickersham at ESPN. Yes. ESPN. 
P.S. <laughs> I might be so bold as to say he's a friend of the pod, but like okay. I don't even know. I don't know if he likes our podcast. I just know well, that we're we're friends with him. Yeah. So we'll 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 circle back. We'll, we'll ask circle, him if we'll that's okay with that. But so he wrote this Browns expose where, if you guys remember last year, he wrote a whole thing about how the Patriots were falling apart right. and Boston had a complete meltdown about right. it. Well, he did one on the Browns, right? And there were some incredible details, mostly about Browns owner Jimmy Haslam, who just Literally, there's a one-liner in Seth's article that says Haslam wants to be a football guy. Yeah. So Jimmy Haslam and his wife, Dee, own the Browns. Jimmy is in charge of the football operations. Uh, Well, like, he made himself in charge of the football operations, (laughs) and Dee is in charge of the business side. So Jimmy, um, it seems like he has a a lot of say in who gets hired and fired from, like, head coach to GM to everything. Um, and like the level, the chain of command is basically like, he has like seven people reporting to him, which if you're an NFL owner, that seems excessive. To have that many people? Yeah, reporting to you. Like normally- Oh, you mean like instead of delegating to one person- Right, instead of a head coach reporting to a GM and like, et cetera, and him reporting to whatever, and then the president reporting, you know, it's like they all report to Jimmy Haslam. So that was kind of the premise of it. And like, it kind of just seems like Jimmy Haslam really wants to be involved with the football side, but doesn't know- what he's doing. So a few years ago, the Browns tried to implement this, uh, like money ball thing for football. Basically they talked to John Podesta and Theo Epstein and and their GM was Sashi Brown, who was this guy who was like collecting draft picks and analytics. And he, and if you look at their roster now and the picks that they got, like Sashi was onto something, but then Haslam fires him before he he fired him two years into like a five year plan. So we, you're a Red Sox fan and I'm a Cubs fan. Yeah. We each have been blessed with Theo Epstein. We have as saviors to our lives. Yes. Uh, If the Cubs had fired Theo Epstein two years into his five year plan, they wouldn't have won. They would well. They certainly would not have won a World Series. There's no doubt about that. But as a fan, I think I would be just. I mean, well. So here's a question though. So Theo had proven success before. Yeah. So do you think that that makes a difference? Like if yeah, of course it makes a difference. If, I think I think yeah. I think the Jed and like the who are the fucking Wrigley people now with the Ricketts? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Ricketts. Like Sorry. here, like cut, if, out, if, cut if, out cut out the who are the fucking cut out the who are the cut out that. No. Part. So like I I think that I think that part of it is like if. I, as a fan, I, I I don't know if baseball fans are more patient than football fans. Yeah. You know, so maybe if you have a fan base that's like, look, Haslam, you bought the team, I guess at that point it would be four years ago, still nothing's turned around, and then he needed a fall guy. I mean, all these guys need fall guys, right? So, like, someone has to get axed. Yeah, it just, it just, I, I think you're right. I think football is just more impatient. I think so too. I think it's really impatient. I think baseball, you're much more likely to get a GM in there who's like, I got, I can turn things around, but I need a few years because I think baseball players can, their window of opportunity to playing maybe is longer. Mm, that's a really you good don't, point. You don't necessarily have. You're not like you can be 35 and play baseball and you're still, you're not young, but you know you can still produce. People aren't saying like, oh, it's the end. Right. Like you have yeah. guys playing till they're. Like, old as shit. Yeah, what was Ortiz? Like, 42 when he was Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. I'm not an expert on any of I this, also but. wonder, this is, like, very esoteric, so maybe this isn't, but baseball is a game where if you're still a fan in... 2019, like, you are there for the patience of it. Like, you're sitting yeah. in the park for nine innings. You're okay with the lulls. Football is go, go, go. Yeah. It's incredibly fast. You know no game is going to take longer than it's going to take. There's also just less of it. So, like, 
I don't know. You got to make the most of your 16 games. It's true. No, it's true. <laughs> you like only get 13 of them. You want to win at least one, which the Browns Baseball didn't do for like Baseball has 10 times years. that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh. this story just goes into um, yeah. how Haslam wants to be this cool football guy. And what is so interesting to me is how if you look at successful teams, and we were talking about this um, the other day, it, it really comes down to owners who are willing to delegate, trust the people who work for them, mm-hmm. and spend money. Yeah. And I think Haslam has been deficient on almost all three of those. Yeah. Yeah. If that... Yeah. That's probably so. Fair. I, so I think... And I, th- I also think that, like, we've talked about this before on the podcast in terms of management and leadership, but it starts top down. Like, you... If you are in charge of an organization... Any company. Like, any company. Any job you've ever worked at, any... Like, even, like, being part of a family. Like, it's... Yes. It's, like, t- all top down. Yeah. I totally agree. So, I don't know. Seems, seems like things... Despite the fact that they now have Baker Mayfield and have this, like, upward trend yeah. at the end of the season, I'm, I'm questioning whether... What like I am really curious to see how next year Me is. Me too. I'm really curious to see what happens with the Browns. I am too because especially like now you have Freddie Kitchens in there as the head coach and Which I seemed think like that, a good hire. Yeah, and yeah. I think that he and Baker have as much of a chance as anyone's ever had with the Browns. Yeah. But there is still that looming Yeah. Like you still the organizational like the organizational level is still seems a little So the 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 one thing that stuck out to me about this this piece in ESPN was yeah. They, um, the marketing department wanted the, to show the Browns management how negative the perception of them was on Twitter. So they put up a Twitter stream of oh my God. a hashtag that was also a <laughs> hashtag that, that meant something uh, pornographic. So they actually accidentally streamed porn onto the wall of like the office from a projector for 20 minutes before someone from tech could like shut it down. That is the funniest. That is the most Browns shit of all time. Honestly. How do you, and also, how does no one just, like, turn the power off on the, like, that's how, what, how does it take 20 minutes for an IT guy to come do this? Come on. That is the heart of this matter, the 20 <laughs> minutes. Like, I'm going to be honest. Okay, I have a quick story. When I was in fifth grade, uh-huh. we, this was when you had to go into a computer lab and, like, oh, yeah. everything, there was no social media, so you, everything, you had to type in the URL of what you wanted, and one of my friends and I would, um, we were in there, and we would type in, like, you know, sneakers.com or just like think of a word and then type in .com and like see where it took us because that's what you did on the internet those days. And so um, I typed in whitehouse.com. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's a classic. Porn. I'm like an 11 year old girl at my all girls school, <laughs> oh, no. and it just pops up on the computer. And we screamed and ran away and just left it there because we didn't know because oh, it was pop ups because you oh, try to God. close it. Oh, Charlotte. And then another time, a different friend oh, put no. in like her first name. It was like Miranda.com, and oh, the same thing happened. And we were like, okay, maybe this game is over. But if <laughs> like I as an 11 year old in like what 2000. Two, yeah, 2000, like, could figure out how to get rid of that. Yeah. Like, it, it this is 2019. Me, it reminds me of when you have, like, the inept teacher at the at the front of the room who's, like, trying to turn the YouTube autoplay off and can't get, <laughs> like, can't figure it out. So, like, YouTube keeps playing over and over and it's, like, getting more and more inappropriate and the whole class is just, like... Right, it's just, like, like increasingly anyone in the class could have figured minds. it out in two seconds, but you're just watching your six-year-old teacher, like, <laughs> oh. freak the fuck out because she doesn't know what to do. So sad. Sorry. Um... Yeah, no. So I that that was really astonishing. I would like to know like what that hashtag was. I want to know it exactly was, what it was. Hashtag DP like dog pound. Oh my god. <gasps> oh. Use your imagination. Oh my god. I'm not gonna repeat it. Use your imagination. 
That's, yeah. 20 minutes of that is a lot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so another football-related story that I think is pretty funny that I've been following fairly closely is Stephen A. Smith yes. at ESPN and I'm Derek back. Carr. I'm back. Stay off the weed. Um, Stephen A. Smith and um, the Raiders quarterback Derek Carr got in such a fight on social media that Derek Carr ended up challenging him to a one-on-one fight in the UFC octagon, which is insane. And I would like to say I didn't see Derek Carr being the one to do this. I didn't either. That is what is shocking to me about this. Like, that seems like like something Baker Mayfield would do for, like, you know, like... To be funny and, like, No, but Derek Carr is, like, a very Christian, like, very... He seems, like, very sort of down the straight, straight and narrow, narrow, and... Yeah, I'm... You don't hear his name <coughs> a lot in the press about him having fights with people. No. At least not that I'm aware of. We also aren't the biggest Oakland Raider fans in New York City. No. But we generally pay attention to these We're things. a Jeff Fisher pod. We're not a John Gruden pod. <laughs> the only difference is that one won a Super Bowl and one came a yard short, so... Yeah. Anyway, yeah, no. So, Jess, here's my here's yeah. my question. For obviously, question. obviously, ESPN got like hours. Oh yeah. Of entertainment, I think oh, they yeah. got at least twenty four hours worth of content oh, out of this. At least. Do you think there's a world in which this would ever happen? No. And if so, no. Derek Derek Carr's agents like, bruh, like, dude, you're not you're not gonna fight Stephen. Also, Stephen A. Smith's like twenty years old, at least twenty years older than Derek Carr. Stephen A. Smith, I will say, is surprisingly tall. Really? Yes. Every time, so I've seen him. Speaking of the Super Bowl, like the only time I've seen Stephen A. Smith in person have been at in Houston and last year at the Mall of America in Minneapolis. Her and babe. he, I was shocked. He's like six three or six four. What? Isn't that crazy? Would, so when he wears his cowboy hat, he's like six eight. Yeah. Whoa! I would never expect that. So, and I can see old man strength featuring in old here. Old man strength is a, a real thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I do think obviously Does he have kids? The more kids, the I more old man strength. See, you that's have. I don't know. I don't, I don't know think either. so, but I feel like my initial reaction was like, of course Derek Carr would just kick his ass, but like <laughs> now I'm not now I'm not. I don't know. It might be a fair fight. I feel like Stephen A. Scrappy. I'm gonna be honest, I would watch this. I would watch it. I don't even know who I would bet on. I think I think Bovada put out odds on this fight. Stop it. I think Stephen A was favored. But I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm not positive about that. That's incredible. I love it. Wow. Okay, so anyway, that's been our Derek Carr news. <laughs> uh, did you watch any of the NHL All-Star game this weekend? Uh, yeah, because there was a really cool moment. Which was? When um, Kendall, Coyne Kendall Coyne did the skate. The U.S. women's hockey star did the, like, skated as fast as she could around the rink, and did she win? No, she, I don't think she won. I think she came in, like, seventh. She did something. really, well, she really well. She was fast AF. Yeah, and it was just so much fun to watch her, yeah. and it was sort of like watching your childhood dreams, at least for me, come true. You know, oh, do you know what I mean, though? So sweet. Where, like, all you wanted, all I wanted was to beat the boys. What, like, okay, you know that, that like, Twitter, like, you know how people tweet, like, open-ended questions and everyone quote tweets them? Yeah. There was one recently that was, like, you, you're, fi- you're, like, you're, you have the job you wanted when you were five years old. What are you doing? And I thought about it, and I was, like, I really just wanted to be the quarterback of the Steelers. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. That is so funny because I saw that and I was like, I'm supposed to be no more Garcia Parra right now. 
I literally went in. I, I went around telling people that I was going to be oh, the first woman to play in that's so cute. the major leagues. Wow. Look bless, at us. Bless. I mean, honestly, I think we're we're about as close as we were going to get, <laughs> yeah, realistically. That's true. I mean, working in sports is is closer than if I were, like, an accountant. I yes. Guess. Yeah. Unless I was, like, a... An accountant for the NFL, maybe. Yeah, true. <laughs> Corporate account. Roger Goodell's personal finance <laughs> advisor. You're advisor. like, Rod, you can't afford the cufflinks. And he's like, I can afford literally anything I want. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, but it was really cool watching him I agree. do this. That is so, like, if that were me and I were, and, like, I know these women don't get paid enough. I know that they don't get coverage enough on major sports networks mm-hmm. and anything like that. Um, and, like, the only time you really hear from them is during the Olympics, like, last year when they won the gold. Um, so it's really nice to have them on like a broadcast network doing yeah. doing the skills competition. And I know there's there's definitely women out there who th- who think the opposite and think that it's like, you know, this isn't like they shouldn't have to go play with the boys for people to notice them. And I under- I get that. Yeah. But I do think it's still great. Well, and we should celebrate how cool it is. I think so too. And for me, like I saw someone tweet exactly that. They said, um, really? yeah. "Yeah, they said what was it? It was a, uh, it was something like, you know, I actually don't think this is great because women shouldn't have to hang with the boys to get recognition." And my feeling is like, look, yeah, that's true. In a perfect world, in that, a perfect right. world, we wouldn't have to look at this woman doing playing literally playing a man's game to, for yeah. her to get that level of exposure. But the world we're in. That's where we are. Like, people aren't watching women's right. hockey the it's way they're watching than, men's hockey. It's better hockey. than nothing. <laughs> so it's it. great. And so, like, instead of... I feel like sometimes on Twitter there's this mentality of, like, instead of bringing the good thing down to the basic, the worst level, let's bring the worst level up. Yeah. You know, like, let's say, like, yeah, this is shitty that women aren't celebrated athletically in their own right the way they should be. But instead of being like, well, that means we shouldn't celebrate her here. It's like... No, maybe that means we should just work to be better on this so that when something like yeah. this happens, we can bring right. it back up. You, you can certainly, there's, there's, there's new, we're a pro nuance podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we get it. But I, I thought it was really cool. And if that were me, I would have been like, fuck yeah. That like, would have been, been cloud been nine. Sick. Oh my God. That would have been so sick. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have this week? Jess? Oh, we should talk about Maori Davenport. Oh, yeah. So, you, so I haven't, uh, full disclosure, I wasn't following this story, which is because I think a lot of people have not been aware of this story. Yeah. And today, Jess told me about it, and I've a, I'm really psyched to talk about this. So, Jess, take it away. So, Maori Davenport is a senior in high school in Alabama, and she played on the, she played at the FIBA World World Cup basketball team, or whatever, World Cup, World Championship, whatever it's called, uh, U18 team this summer, and the U.S. Basketball Association or whatever it's called, I'm I'm not I'm getting all the names of the associations wrong. That's I don't really care. I, we're not a we're not a <laughs> pro association podcast. <laughs> um, so they paid her like eight hundred dollars for um, playing with them, which violates Alabama high schools' rules about uh, like paying amateur athletes or something like that. Which is so basically so because they paid her eight hundred dollars and she cashed the check. El- the Alabama High School Athletic Association ruled her ineligible to play this year with her team. Um, is she a senior this year, do you I think know? she's a senior. Pretty okay. sure she's a senior. So Does she already have a scholarship to college? I think so. Okay. I'm not sure. I should probably know that. No, um, that's okay. I'm, I'm putting you on the spot I, here, I was just reading. I was just reading about the re- most recent part of this this morning. Okay. Um, so this has been going on for a few months now. So I, a few months ago, or maybe a month ago, the Alabama High School Association um, 
ruled that she couldn't play, and so she paid back the $800 that they gave her, and they still ruled that she couldn't play, and then a judge ordered an injunction and let her play, and then now, I think, most recently, as of, like, this morning, the Alabama High School Association is, like, not letting her play again or something like that. Basically, this whole story, like, I, I might have gotten some of the details wrong, but basically the whole story is that she can't play because she was paid $800, paid back the $800, and is still being deemed ineligible. My... I can't imagine being the kind of person who fights this fight. Do you know like, what I what, mean? What is like? The- who is the person who's like, oh no, we really gotta send a message with this one. Like my biggest issue with amateurism and with any of this garbage is that it's this false morality where people are saying like the purity of the game or you know holding up some bullshit high standard that then they flip and use to be immoral against people. Yeah, like... Do you know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. It just seems so, like... It seems so... Just unfair. It seems pretty cruel, too. Yeah, and especially because she's a high school student, too. It's like... This is her senior season. Like, this should be when she's... Like, even if she's already signed. Is she already signed? Did you... Yeah, she's playing at Rutgers next year. Okay. She's 6'4", and she is... Plays in Troy, Alabama. So... Basically, the like the she she broke the rule, but didn't do it on purpose or maliciously to gain, which I don't. I mean, the rule itself seems like it's kind of bullshit. But that's besides yeah, the point. Right. She broke the rule, repaid the money, and they're still not letting her play. So it seems pretty like, it seems like a USA Basketball thing where they should have known not to pay her the money. Maybe maybe they made a mistake, not yeah. knowing the Alabama rules because I think the rules are different state by state. But um, either way, like, just let her play. Jesus. Like, she she gave the money back. Um, right. And like, it's, it's just, none of it makes sense. It becomes a matter of principle, and the principles are so deeply screwed up that I'm like, miss me on this. Right. It's, <laughs> it's so stupid. So anyways, um, we should all support her, and if you hear about this or want to tweet your support, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, no, seriously, like, this is something that no one's really talking about, and it's the kind of thing that drives me absolutely crazy because it is so deeply unfair. Mm-hmm. And if this were happening to me, I'd want to, like, scream it from the rooftop. Yeah. So let's get D- Davenport back on the <laughs> back on the court. Free Davenport. Davenport. <laughs> oh, my God. We're, we're like, workshopping please, it. Please don't. Yeah, please she's like, talking about she's like, Charlie, can you, can you leave me out of your puns? Um, so we're very women-heavy today, which I'm, like, pretty into. <laughs> um, but I'm going to – there's one more thing I want to say because Ronda Rousey had this incredible quote where um oh yeah this was great wasn't this awesome? I, so, I lulled me too speculate there was speculation about um ronda rousey leaving wwe um she was a ufc fighter she's now a pro wrestler and there people were saying that she's leaving wwe to start a family and this was her quote she goes um she said this to espn's ramona shelburne um Rousey said, I honestly don't know why anyone feels they're an authority to speak on plans for my uterus. It's my vagina, my life. Keep the speculations to yourself. Leave me and my reproductive organs alone. Oh my god. So, what this reminded me of is um, the scene in The Big Lebowski when Lebowski's daughter is like, you don't like hearing the word vagina, but you'll talk about your Johnson or your or your dick or whatever at any at any chance you get. And, totally. And Jeff Bridges is like, what? Like, <laughs> but so so she said this, and people on Twitter were like, 
well, that escalated quickly, and, like, sending out, like, all these gifts of, like, what, like, what a freak, why is she talking, like, whoa, and it's, like, no, you guys just, like, you, you don't get it, because no one's asking fucking John Cena, like, are you gonna retire from wrestling so that you can start a family, like, no, they're not asking him that, because he's a freaking man. Right, and the thing is, like, sure, I think, I think there are, like, several things true here, like, yes, being a woman is different from a man, because you're the one who has to have the kids, that's just how it works. But that does not give anyone an authority to speculate on what you're planning to do about that. Right. Like... It's just... It's weird. Why it's, would you... Like, it's weird. Why? Don't spread those rumors. Like, don't... And I just... My favorite thing is just leave me and my reproductive organs alone. <laughs> like, that's an entire 2019 That could be, mood. like, a bumper sticker. Seriously, I would get that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why do we have to talk... Like, why do we have to talk yeah, about like, this? And also, if a woman says the V word... That's a big deal. It's okay. Like, it's not, it's, you, men say penis all the time. The fact that it's a big deal that a woman said the name of a body part (laughs) that belongs to her is just, even I felt, but the thing is, like, I just felt weird saying that, like, reading that quote. I felt really weird saying it, too. So. Which is just, like. Which is garbage. (laughs) That sucks so much. It really reminds me of The Big Lebowski. That is so funny. Uh, That's so true. You guys know what I'm talking about. I love that. That is a movie we have both seen. It is. Basically. If you haven't seen it. Jess and I were, were talking this you. morning as we were walking around trying to figure out where we pick up our credentials, and we were, <laughs> which was a whole experience. Um, but we were like, we're both old men, yeah. or like I'm like an old, old hippie we're woman, old like we're all just like stuck in young people's bodies. So the things we listen to are like Led Zeppelin and Crosby, Stills and Nash, and we've seen The Big Not Lebowski. Young. No, well, yeah, we can tack Young on. I pre- Crosby, Stills, I Nash, and Young. CSN. Without the young? Yeah, without the Y. Who is Judy Blue Eyes? Was that all uh, of them? No, I think that's just CSN. Okay, then me too. I think. Okay, we're an anti-young <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Neil Young podcast. Well, the point is, uh, stop talking about our... our Yeah, leave our reproductive <laughs> organs alone. <clears throat> Did we have any basketball talk? Um, I what The things that happened in basketball this week, uh, the Warriors beat the Celtics... James Harden scored like a thousand points. Oh, the didn't Knicks. he score sixty points? I think it was, was sixty-one. No, that's was so it insane. Or 61? It was so many points it was a, it was that we can't even points. remember. And the how Knicks many. still almost won, which is like, how bad are the Rockets? Or I don't even know. I didn't watch. I don't the know game. what's going on with the Rockets. Next to after the Super Bowl, we're gonna dive into NBA a little bit and, and hockey our, and hockey and and, our and everything f- non-football. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. But our first order of business is gonna figure out what the hell is going on with the Rockets because I don't understand. <laughs> Neither do I. And the Celtics. So, but that's a little more well, painful. So I don't want. Sorry. Bring that up. Well, this has been a fun little news section. How's that? Okay. All right, we're at media night. Um, there are Patriots fans chanting, we are still here behind us. I, I didn't throw up a little bit. I didn't join in because I didn't think it would be professional, but I wanted to. Um, what have we done so far tonight? Well, Jess, we found Brandon Cooks at his little podium, and I told him that I was him for Halloween and that you were Baker Mayfield. Should we play a clip of that? Yeah. Have you ever gone as a cook for Halloween? Because this year I was you with a spatula. <laughs> so I just think it's like a really good, yeah. maybe good material. No, no, never been as I never went as a cook for Halloween. Okay. No. Well, no, but appreciate that. Though, you could think of it. I, I'll think about it. Okay. And maybe when I have kids one day, maybe they can do. Okay. Yeah, because I was Brandon Cooks and my podcast co-host was Baker Mayfield, and we had the whole like Cooks and Baker. <laughs> I yeah. like it. I yeah. appreciate it. So that. call Baker and tell him. Okay. For next year. I got you. Okay. I got you. Thank I you. I appreciate it. Um, 
Um, yeah, so these things are generally a lot of people trying to get like stories from the athletes, but not because there's a million media people here and like nine athletes. Yeah, I mean, I think it started as like, you know, a chance for reporters to ask questions, and now it has turned into a TV show where you can't get within like two feet of them. Yeah, basically. So they're so like all of the Rams are here, but nine of them have like microphones and like podiums, and the other ones are just like wandering around on the floor while people kind of like try to figure out which ones they are so they can ask them stuff. Yeah, and what's weird to me is that the Rams are wearing hoodies with with half sleeves as though they're Belichick and they cut the sleeves up. That is the point of a hoodie without full sleeves. If you wear a hoodie, it's because you're cold and you need sleeves. Exactly, and the whole thing is that Belichick's like such a football guy that he cuts the sleeves off, but now all the Rams are doing it and we just talked to one player who didn't seem like thrilled about it. Yeah, he did seem thrilled that we told him that he looked like <laughs> No, no, maybe it fired him up. Maybe it inspired him. Well, all right, we'll be back. We'll check in after this. Right now. All right. Uh, so someone just came up to us and told us that our recorder wasn't recording because it wasn't blinking while we were purposely not recording. So, if you're a man and you see two women trying to record something. We don't tell them how to do it. Yeah, that, that might have been the most blatant uh, form of mansplaining that, that I was encountered in a very long time. Unbelievable. The most unprompted, unsolicited advice. I'm sorry, we were going to talk about media night, but now I'm just like shook. <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, God. I, wow, okay. I, can't anyway, the Patriots are now on their little risers, and I was trying to get to Tom Brady to ask him about the TV Times, but it's a forest of tripods and people. Yeah, it's it's a zoo in here. Uh, there's not a whole lot to, uh, to, to say other than it's a zoo. What I don't understand is every year there are like people wearing weird things, dressed up and doing yes. gimmicks. There's none of that this no. year. What, do they have a rule this year that you can't be weird? Or like wear a shark costume or something? I don't know. I, there are I, no weird people. I'm a little upset, Jess. Maybe we're supposed to be Are we the weird ones? Maybe we're supposed to be the weird ones. Should we tell everyone what we just asked everybody? Because I asked Sean McVay, we should just should we just play it for them? Play it, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. This is Sean McVay, folks. Sean, Sean, how old are you? How old am I? Yeah. Okay. I just hadn't heard anything about it, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Hey, Charles. Well, one of my partners down on the floor. And here is a keep to leave. <laughs> What's your what's your favorite swear word to say on national television? Favorite cuss word to say on national television? Yeah. Mmm. I don't know. I don't really got a favorite. <laughs> I kind of say them all. Love it. You seem partial to the f bomb on what? occasion. Yeah. Yeah. I say them all. You know? Okay. I try to spread it. I out. like it. You keep it real. So I, love I, all the words. I swear a lot, so I empathize. I don't know though. Y'all probably know more than me. Y'all probably got like an app or something that we could like an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, like do a spreadsheet on the cuss words. Yeah, we'll get back That's to you on that. Idea. So, we do that. So here's the thing about Akeem Tlaib. I kind of wish he had sworn more, but I don't want to pretend like he's, you know, I, I'm like, I know, trotting him to perform for us. I wish he just like mic dropped and dropped an f bomb over his little podium microphone. Yeah. He's the one athlete who I really feel like we have, we have that sense of. Uh, you too. You definitely. You, he's your. 
if you were an NFL player, you would be yeah. a keep deleting. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe not. Who would you hey, be? About all this um, I mean, there's who I want to be. I want to be Julian Edelman or Baker Mayfield. I'm definitely like a third string kicker. Yeah, I'm definitely like a second string uh, tight end. I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Or like a. Or like maybe I got really into long snapping because someone yeah. told me I'd be good at it once. Hey, yeah. It's all right. Well, Snapping is admirable. Honestly, you can make a good living and last a long time in the league doing that. How are your shoes, Jess? Um, Do you think fine. You could, uh, I think I just lost uh, feeling in my kneecap for a second. Oh, God, I might be having a stroke. Immediate uh, opening uh, night is stressful. It is. It's a wild time. It's a wild time to be alive. Yeah. Yep. You know, we have a little recorder, and we're just going to have some fun. You probably hear Scott Hansen talking right. in the background. Yeah, he's not shutting up. He is on the loudspeaker doing his thing, but we'll check back in after this brouhaha is over. Yeah, we will. You lovely people. Winner. Wow, Jess. Well, we survived opening night. Yeah, my feet hurt. My feet hurt too. The thing about thing about being a woman is that sometimes you wear heels and then your feet get chewed up. Yeah, it's not the best. So, <laughs> what, who did we who did we get to talk to tonight? Well, you know, thinking back, we did pretty well. We yeah. we talked to Brandon Cooks. Yeah. We talked to Keem Talib. Yes. We talked to Bill Belichick. Oh, so what we didn't tell you guys is that the last time we checked in between now and then. Um, we asked Belichick if he was going to get an Instagram anytime soon. He said uh, there is a less than 0% chance that he will get an Instagram. So, and he did call it snap face again. He made a snap face joke. His favorite Which is not joke. getting old at all. <laughs> um, Who else did we talk to? You tried to talk to Tom Brady. It didn't work out. Oh, yeah. If you check out my Instagram, there's a really sad video of me screaming, why did you shut down the TV time? Tom, Tom, why did you shut down the TV time? And all these people are like, Charlotte, shut the... Like- someone someone was like, Charlotte. And I didn't know who it was. <laughs> and I was like, who is like... <laughs> the brand is strong. Yeah, someone is not happy with you. Um, we, t- you talk- we talked to Julian Edelman. Like, Media night is just one of those things where you have to go in with the expectation that there's not going to be a ton a ton of things learned. Right. And you just have to be... I think of it as like, look, here we are. This used to be a time when people would get actual information, but now it's just... And now, now there's fun. social media. There's constant right. media stuff So throughout the week. So it's really... really at its heart as a TV show. The NFL yeah, broadcasts right. this on right. NFL Network. My dad so. literally texted me and was like, I'm watching opening night. Where are you? And I was like, <laughs> here. Hi, Mark. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's I do cool. think it's fun. I mean, it's just... it's these Going to these kinds of things for me is still always... I think it's fun. very cool. What else would I like? What else would I do? I know. Like I don't know. We're this here. is the dream. Right. We're doing it. Um, so yeah, if you followed us along tonight or last night, I guess. Yeah. Well, it should Thank still you. be on. By the time this goes up, it should still be on Sports Illustrated's Instagram yeah. story. Or check out either of our Instagrams. We're very active on there. <laughs> <laughs> we are very. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, I was gonna make a joke because like unprotected sex and like oh. being like active, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't I didn't go there. Speaking of unprotected sex, let's just lead this into those. Let's do some sex. All right, all right. Time for some unprotected sex. Yeah. I feel like we already did personal news at the top, yeah. so that was our personal news. We're in Atlanta on a hotel floor. Uh, I think my butt's asleep now. I've been sitting on it for so long. Uh, we're not calling Deb. We already told you that too because we don't know how. <laughs> And is it so this week we have is it canceled tennis talk, Ascant Shar, Agrofax, and a really good yeet to yes. end things. Um so first, is it canceled? This week 
We are canceling Coca-Cola in Atlanta. <gasps> My pearls. I know. Do you want to know why? Why? Well, so, first of all, I didn't, Charlotte, this is me talking. <laughs> yes. I, yes, Charlotte, know. didn't know that Coca-Cola was a big enough deal in Atlanta that there was a goddamn museum. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, that's weird to me. Yeah, Atlanta Coke is like, it's like a big thing. I should have known that. I didn't know that. I pitched this as a story idea for you a, while, a few weeks ago, remember? I was like, the oh. Coke-Pepsi wars. Yeah, damn, you but, did uh, say that. Sorry. But we I must have not been listening. I, I, that's Sorry. okay. Sorry about uh, life. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so, I just choked so, on my so water. So what's funny about this, so obviously Coca-Cola is huge in Atlanta. Maybe mm-hmm. not obviously if you're Charlotte. <laughs> but um, Pepsi is the sponsor of the Super Bowl. So Do, Have you seen all those billboards as we've been driving there around? There are... Billboards for Pepsi everywhere. But they say things like, Pepsi in Atlanta, what a refreshing change. Yes. And I'm like, that feels it's rude. It's shady AF. So last night, I don't next like to that. the big Coca-Cola like marquee sign along the highway, mm-hmm. there's like a big Coca-Cola. It's like at the Coke building. And then behind it is like this little Pepsi thing that's like, it's there because it knows you had just seen the Coke one. So yeah. now you're like, it like, Pepsi has infiltrated And here's the things. thing, Jess. I tweeted this, but I'm a Pepsi person. Really? Which is weird. Because no one in their right mind what? is a Pepsi person. Do you want to know why? No. <laughs> why? Because in in New England, like growing up in Maine or in Boston, like every soda machine seemed to have Pepsi over Coke. Huh. Which is so weird. So I like th- like last year, actually two years ago at the Super Bowl, um, Doug Kide, who's a Patriots reporter for Nesson, made so much fun of me because he was talking about how he didn't want a coffee, but he needed caffeine and I was like oh just get yourself a Pepsi and he was like no one has ever said that in the history of the yeah, world. Yeah, what? I, okay, well, Pepsi, I, like, people have to drink Pepsi. Otherwise, it wouldn't have enough money to, like, because Pepsi has, like, Mountain Dew and all that shit. Oh, maybe I that's think. where they get their money. Because, like, like, no one's... Right, when when a waitress is like, is a Pepsi okay? No one's like... Everyone's like, fine. Right. And I'm like, yes, No I one ever says, it. is Coca-Cola okay? <laughs> right. That's why the meme is, is Pepsi okay? Um, here's the thing about mm-hmm. uh, what you people call soda, mm-hmm. which I call pop. Do you actually? Of course. Here's the thing about Wait, pop. do you actually call it pop? Yes. What like I saying soda sounds dumb as shit. I sound like I'm saying pop I sounds sound like, like you're from a Norman Rockwell like nineteen fifties. <laughs> saying picture. soda makes me sound like I'm in soda. It makes me sound like I'm in like no. freaking North Dakota at like a freaking soda fountain, like drinking a milkshake oh, in a poodle skirt. I'm, I'm gonna in black and no, white. No, that's what pop sounds like. I'm oh, I'm gonna go down to the roller derby and get some pop. Wait, no roller no. derby. What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> the disco derby. Yeah, no, like the wall at the like roller, the pop shop. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very no, I old say timey. Pop. I don't drink pop though. Stop laughing! <laughs> See, you've never heard me say pop before because I never drink pop. That's why. I hate pop. I haven't had pop since, like, <laughs> I'm going to stop saying more, pop now. The more you say it, the more I just God listen. damn it. Um, it's like Austin Powers when he's like, mole, mole, mole. <laughs> How would I make myself a nice bowl of guacamole? Um, I haven't had pop since. You can't make those jokes when I'm drinking water. I'm I just sorry. I just sprayed all over our recorder here. I hope you guys can still hear us. Once again, it will be a miracle of this. I'm going to be shocked if this goes online. Me too. Uh, yeah, well, anyway. Okay, I haven't had pop since maybe 2008. Even, like, I gave up, a diet pop? I gave up all pop. Really? Yeah. I don't drink pop. I don't really drink that much soda. Every once in a while, I've been known to have, like, a diet If you gave Pepsi. me a Coke or a Pepsi, 
I probably your body would go into revolt. Probably, I probably would actually get sick. Like I haven't. It's been a while. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. I drink a lot of soda water. Not the same thing. Seltzer. Yeah. Oh, we love seltzer. Yeah. Well, what else is new? I know, man. Um, <laughs> okay, so we have some tennis talk. Uh, the Australian Open in the land down under. Yes. Um, recently finished up, and Naomi Osaka won. She's the one who beat Serena Williams last year, right at Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I know some tennis. I'm really proud of you. Wow. She's awesome. She's. I've heard she's great. She is really cool. She's been very open about her struggles with mental health, which is something that wow. I very much am into trying to be open about. Um, and, yeah, so, and then Novak Djokovic also won, which I love him. So it was a pretty good tennis week. Wow. And this has been Tennis Talk. This has been Tennis Talk. <laughs> All right, talking tennis. That was great. Loved it. Um, Are you calling it Char? Yeah, let's call it Char. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to run to the bathroom, though. Charlotte. Jess, you I... You can't do this every week. Look, I, nature calls. <sighs> call it Char. All right. Ring her up. <clears throat> Hello? Jessica? Hi, it's Char. Hi, how are you? I'm... It has been a minute since we have talked. I know, talked. such a shame. I feel like you're being sarcastic. No, I'm not. I'm, of course not. We love you. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Well, I'm going to let this one slide. Are you in Atlanta? I am. Oh, my gosh. How is I haven't been in years. You used to come to Atlanta? Yes. I was here at the first Super Bowl in Atlanta. The, uh, the Ram, what was it? Rams. Patriots. Titans. Titans. What was it? Was it Rams? Yes, because it was Jeff Fisher. It was my buddy Jeff Fisher's Super It was 20 uh, years ago. Wait, you're friends with Jeff Fisher, too? Oh, my God. We go way back. Does Charlotte know about this? Um, I don't know if I have mentioned this to her. Oh. It was sort of a... I wonder if uh, that's going to impact the story that she wrote for Sports Illustrated. Uh, well, if she didn't disclose that her aunt is close personal, her alter ego, rather. I don't know what I am to her. Hi, Jessica. Sorry about that. My phone was ringing. <laughs> How did your phone ring if you're already on the phone? My other phone was ringing. I have two phones. I have a burner. You have a burner phone? Don't worry about it. I don't... It's not... Let's not get into it here. Do you have a private line for I Steven? plead the fifth. Steven... Oh, no. Steven... He has been... Steven Tyler, for those of you who don't know, I date Steven Tyler, and he has been driving me absolutely crazy recently because he's been going on this whole thing about when they performed at the halftime show. Mm-hmm. It was the best show there's ever going to be. And I'm like, Steven, I love Maroon 5. Do you? Oh, my God. I'm the big... Adam Levine is a close personal friend. No, he's not. Anshar, you are not friends with all these people. You're full of it. I'm sorry. I'm There's no gonna, way. You should check my Instagram. Okay, I'll check I'm private. You can request to follow me. Okay. Maybe I'll let you. Anshar, I'm going to have to go. All right. Well, I just want you to know, be careful at the nightclubs <laughs> in Atlanta during the Super Bowl. Why? Sometimes people get murdered. Oh, my God. Anshar, I have to hang up. <laughs> Goodbye. Jesus. Charlotte. What? Stop making me talk to Aunt Charlotte. Is she be, was she awful? She talked about some things that... What did she say? I can't repeat them. What did she say? Did she... Oh, did, wait. Did she tell you about, like, when she came to Atlanta for the Super... Yeah. Yeah. That... She was... I'll let, I, I'm not going to give anything. She was questioned by the police. 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, all right, let's move on. Agrofax. Oh yeah, so I have an agrofax for us. Agrofax for those of you who might not be familiar. Agrofax is agricultural facts where we just hit you with a little bit of farm knowledge. Yeah. So we're in Georgia, as mm-hmm. we mentioned 17 times already on this episode. Um, so I am going to tell you the top 10 Georgia commodities by value. Oh hell yeah! The agricultural commodities. I'm actually super is. fascinated to hear what these are. Broilers. Wait, wait, what? I guess those are chickens. Oh, I thought you meant like ovens, like they, no, they export. Not agricultural. Right, that's why I was confused. Who's called ever called a chicken a broiler? I See, guess. we need a fact about our agro fact because I don't understand that. It says we'll look broilers the, and chickens in parentheses. That'll be for next week. Okay, broilers. Why? Like, just say chickens. I know. It it doesn't make what? any sense. Broilers. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is cotton. <laughs> broilers. Number three, broilers. <laughs> okay, number one is broilers. <laughs> number two is cotton. Number okay. three is eggs. Isn't that the same as chickens? It's like chicken product. No, does it? There's a difference between a chicken and the egg. It's not clear which came first. Uh, I don't know. Well, broilers came first. So also, that, that was we're number gonna, one was broilers. Chickens came first. We're going to circle back to this. We're going to talk about... Oh, we've already talked about whether the chicken or the egg came first. I think this is, like, a thing now. Remember when we were talking about no. the, the world record egg? Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, Tom Brady recently liked the world record egg on Instagram. How many likes does a world record egg have now? It's close to, like, 50 million. Where did that originate? Because they're the number one egg producer, not Georgia. Whoa, you're so right. Okay, so this agri fact is a little busted. Back to the list. Number one, broilers. Mm-hmm. Number two, cotton. Mm-hmm. Number three, eggs. Mm-hmm. Number four, timber. Timber? Does that count as agriculture? I don't know. Well, these are commodities, so this, this is, is different. This is the source is the University of Georgia. They didn't make the playoff. Center for Agri- <laughs> Agribusiness and Economic Development. I did. <laughs> okay, what's number five? Uh, peanuts. Georgia peanuts. Peanut Tillman, also from Georgia. He's not. <laughs> but if he was, that would be funny. That would that would be fitting. Uh, number six. Beef. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to think about anything, that one for a second. Anything, anything you have to share with the class? No. Nope. Number seven, greenhouse? Okay. What does that mean? I, is that like hydroponic lettuce or something? What the f- I was thinking like greenhouse gases, but that doesn't make a ton of sense. No, those are more like byproducts. I would say oh, greenhouse okay. is like, I would say greenhouse is like things you grow in a greenhouse. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the stupidest okay, segment okay, okay, we've okay. ever done in the history of our podcast. This is not our forte. This is why we're this, educating ourselves with agriculture facts because we are very ignorant when it comes we're to the agriculture. to learn. Agricultural products grown in Georgia. You know how some people are self-taught, like guitar or something? We, yeah. we are self-taught. Or like the guy in the Firefest doc who's self-taught himself yes. to fly with Microsoft Pilot. What the... That's what I was what? thinking of. That was the most recent thing. That I was insane. Yeah. So if he can, if someone can he made teach his himself, go like zero G. I'm like, I would never get in that plane. Oh, me neither. Me neither. I oh, wouldn't. God. But that. So like, he's teaching himself how to fly planes. We're teaching ourselves agriculture. Okay, um, let's get through okay. this list. Sorry. Sorry, I keep interrupting. Number you. eight, dairy. Yeah, I know what that is. Milk. Yeah. <laughs> cheese. Cheese. Cottage cheese. I brought it. I brought a cheese stick Mozzarella. to Georgia in my fanny pack. Well probably came from georgia yeah probably mm-hmm. uh number nine pecans oh i say pecans really what do i say oh my god i don't know how i say it now i know i should have pe- 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 pecan pecan pe- what pecan. do you call the pie you eat on things that's pecan i don't know pecan pie. pecan pie pecan pie pecans i guess i say pecan. do you have any pecans do you have any pecans i have no idea how i when say you this. think of saying a word too much like too hard it, it sounds weird 
I have no Jess, I'm a little freaked out. I have no idea how I, don't I say know how you say it either. Pecan pecans. Pie. I think pecan it's pie. I think I say pecans, but I think I say pecan pie. Oh, two uh, that's possible. I'm all messed up now. Okay, what's number I washed my pecan pie down with pop. <laughs> I washed my pecan pie down with soda. With a nice cool crisp Pepsi. Yeah, you <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> I hope everyone has stopped listening by now. Don't listen to okay, your okay. I'm lying down on the floor of our hotel She's room. a downward facing dog right now laughing into the carpet. Okay, number 10 is blueberries. What? Yeah, didn't see that one coming. Wait, why isn't peaches on this list? <gasps> Holy shit, blueberries? We're in Georgia, there's no peaches. Oh, you know what? I bet they're high bush blueberries. They're not like the little main guys. The... Maybe the peaches are grown in the greenhouse. Oh, yeah, maybe greenhouse is peaches. This list has rocked my world. Uh, I just, I know less about agriculture now <laughs> than I knew when we started this segment. Okay, oh, uh, guys, God. next week we're, you yeah, know what? We have, oh, you we know have we're, one more segment. No, I know, but oh, what okay. I'm saying about okay. this one is that next week we're going to have a special guest on to talk about agriculture yes. in Georgia. And they're going to teach us. And we don't know who that person's going to be, but we have some. All thoughts. of our segments next week are going to be guests, so we're going to figure it out. Don't you? Don't you worry. Don't give up on us. It might be Tom Brady. Oh God, I can it's only. It's not going to be Tom Brady, but like, <laughs> it could be Tom Brady. I mean, it could be. Um. All right, we have we one more no. segment for you, which is just yeet. Yeah. Which is where we read something and then just says yeet. So this week, <laughs> the thing we're reading is um, Chad Johnson, uh, football former football player, otherwise known as Ocho Cinco. Um, tweeted after so i don't know if you guys have been guys have been following the news but roger stone who is trump's longtime political advisor operative dude um who has a tattoo of richard nixon's <laughs> face on his back um was arrested by the fbi and it was a like an early morning raid they showed up kicked the door down like brought him in blah 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 also the government was shut down so all these people were not getting paid to do this which i think is hilarious that they volunteered to arrest roger stone is that true yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, Ocho Cinco tweeted, <laughs> "FBI arrested my neighbor Roger before my morning jog. I've only seen shit like that in movies. Crazy start to my Friday." Yeah. And this has been most valuable podcast. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, you are, per usual, the best. Do we have an MVP MVP this week? Um, oh, our MVP MVP um, comes from Mike Miller. Because this morning, when we were scoping out our spot on Radio Row and where we're going to be for the week at the Media Center, um, there was a picture that said, no autographs, please. And we posed in front of it. And I was like, haha, just kidding. Like, it would be a dream to sign something for someone someday. (laughs) And so this guy, Mike Miller, um, took it and photoshopped it. So it said, no, comma, autographs, please. Yeah. So if you guys see us, we'll autograph shit for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you also, if you happen to be in Atlanta and you see us wandering around, please say hi. We love yeah, saying hi to you guys. Yeah, we love saying hi to our MVP VPs. Yeah. And um, if you like the podcast, share it with a friend. Yeah. If you're still listening, if you made it through Agrofax, <laughs> you're a true MVP. You're a MVP. true MVP. Um, MVP. And we're going to have a great episode next week, so subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, share it with your friends, yep. and uh, you can find MVP on Radio, uh, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts radio.com, radio.com, or wherever, wherever you, you get, get your, your shows. Yeah. Should we have to, do we have to repeat that? Yeah. Let's do that again. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> you are the best. Listen to MVP on Apple Podcasts, radio.com, or wherever you get your shows. Bye.
that Pat Patriot got tackled at the Pro Bowl? Uh, Jamal Adams tackled him. He's ta- he, he, he can tackle. Are you worried about Pat? Pat'll be all right. You think he'll soldier on? He, he better be all right, or he's not Pat. Okay. Yeah, okay, Pat is all right. 